Yesterday I posted on Facebook that I was working on my sermon for East Chestnut Street. And Linda asked if I'd have some word for the tragedies of the news this past week. And I said I wasn't sure that it seemed difficult. But that got me thinking. Got me thinking specifically about a character in the whole Penn State tragedy that somehow I empathize with, I recognize myself in. And I saw how it fit with the parable of the talents. The power of one. How often do we fail to recognize and believe in the power of one? One voice, one person, one gift, one house, one resource. It can't make a difference. How often have I believed that? And yet, because of fear, indecision, somehow believing that my voice won't make a difference, I have been silent. I have refused to speak. I have refused to believe that my few shekels can make a difference. Do you at all identify? I've never been asked, so therefore somehow it's not my responsibility to use my gifts, whether it be in the church or the community. It's yours to ask me. And yet the parable of the talents doesn't look at it like that. Let's just look a little bit at that parable. It's a simple point. Are you faithful or unfaithful? So often we build theologies in the superfluous details of a parable. This parable is quite simple and straightforward. Are you like the one with five talents or two talents? Or are you like the one with one talent? Who are you and who do you identify with in the story? If you get hung up on questions like why does one have five and one have two and one have one, you're going to miss the point. If you get hung up on the landlord being God and somehow being harsh at the end and your focus goes into trying to figure that out, you've missed the point. The point is there's power in one. Your voice, your life, the resources at your disposal, no matter how meager, matter. For whatever reason, I identify with Mike McQuery, the 28-year-old who witnessed the rape of a 10-year-old. Why? Because at 28, I don't know if I would have known what to do. I would have been afraid. He did what was now not enough. But at the time, he did what he thought he should. And yet somehow in retrospect we know it was not enough. How about you? Are you doing enough? Do you believe that what you have to offer with your life 
can make a difference. Each morning when you feed your children, does it matter? Well, yeah, they need food. But does it matter what kind of parent you are? Does it matter what kind of father and husband, wife or mother? Does it matter? Does it matter how you do your job and the efforts that you put into your work? Does one little house on 639 East Chestnut Street matter at all? Does it mean anything in the scope of homelessness and the challenges that we face as a community? It's just one house. And yet there's power in one. I invite you later today to read Judges 6 about Gideon. It's a fascinating story how God comes and places his call upon Gideon. And Gideon has all kinds of excuses, all kinds of reasons why he shouldn't be the one. Why? Well, I'm from the least tribe, and my family is the least family in this tribe. I'm not the right person. And then there's this sense of fear and indecision when God calls him to break down the bail pole. He does it at night so nobody will see him. And then after that, as the call is on his life, he asks for signs as if it was not enough that his father spoke up on his behalf. It was through his own indecision, his own fear his own looking for signs, that it took him a long time to respond to the call. Just because we miss it the first or the second time, it's not too late. But I ask you, do you believe in the power of one? That your voice and your life actually matters, and yes, it can make a difference. Maybe not in this generation, or maybe not even in your children's generation. But that voice of truth and justice will not die. That one voice will someday be joined by another voice and a multitude of voices until all of humanity understands what is righteous and just and follows. It is the power of one. You possess it and I possess it. Will we remain silent or will we somehow join in a cacophony of voices until they are galvanized into one voice for truth and for justice, for goodness and righteousness? I ask you, do you believe in the power of one? I want you to think about one of the other questions I've had, and this one's come up in the church on more than one occasion. And Maybe you've been guilty of doing it. Well, I've never been asked. I've often thought I'd want to try that, but I've never been asked. Since when is it the responsibility of the community 
to make you follow the call of Christ. Yes, the community plays a part. But ultimately, it's you and it's me that are responsible for our lives and discerning the call. We cannot hide behind the fact that somehow we've never been asked. Somehow we don't have the experience we think we need. And figure out a way to begin to move in that direction. I remember early in my pastoral career, there was a young woman who lacked confidence. She was asked to be a Sunday school teacher, and she was afraid to do it. So she began as an assistant. And over the years, she embraced that call and became a wonderful teacher. She gained the experience, the knowledge, the confidence she needed step by step. Do not allow yourself to use the excuse that you haven't been asked. The church needs you. The community needs you. The world needs you. You don't need somebody to ask you to do that. You simply have to say today, I believe in the power of one, in the power of my voice, in the power of using my gifts and my resources for the good of my community, for the furtherance of God's kingdom. I too often have been guilty of not believing in the power of one, in trying once or twice to be heard, to live my life in a way when you run up against a brick wall, you eventually stop. Not today. Not today. I invite you as believers of Christ, as members of this community, to actually tell yourself, I believe in the power of one. I believe I can make a difference. Can you believe how audacious that is? And yet, I believe it. Do you? Today is the day to say, I believe in the power of one. One voice or one house will not solve the problem. But joining together with others in this community, one day it will make a difference. Do you believe that? Let us pray. God, as we think about the challenges that our world faces, our community faces, whether it be sexual abuse, whether it be homelessness, no matter what the injustice is, and we can name many, remind us, Lord, that with the power of your Spirit, coupled with our one life, our one shekel, our one voice. We can and will make a difference. Do not allow us to be overcome by the fear that is so prevalent. Allow us to sacrifice all that we are 
to actually make a difference. Thank you for hearing our prayer, and we offer it in the name of Christ. Amen.